Hello guys, podcast number three, very excited. Today we spoke to Christina from KYK Hair. She's uh, one of Melbourne's premier hairstylists, undoubtedly. And uh, I had the pleasure of speaking to her, not only about hairstyles for a wedding, but also how she managed to become so successful as a hairstylist has a massive following on Instagram and has done many great things within the space of hairstyling. So enjoy this chat that I had with Christina. So I'm going to introduce you, Christina, and uh, and again, thank you for um, you know for giving us your time. I know how busy you are. You run a hair salon. You travel all over Australia and internationally, you know, educating and running masterclasses. You're publishing two books. You do hair for some you know, really high-profile people, um, and you manage to make time for us. I'm really impressed. Absolute pleasure. So, uh, yeah, look, really, you know, we have a lot of brides who come to us who are yet to start thinking about hair. So, really, it's about providing some information to them. But yeah. also, I know that you've got quite an amazing Instagram following and a lot of them are aspiring hairstylists so really just firstly let's inspire them and uh, tell us how it all happened for you how did you start and and uh, how did you end up to becoming this celebrity hairstylist okay so it is quite a long story yeah <laughs> we've got as much time as you need christina <laughs> wonderful so pretty much um i never actually thought i'd you know, end up as a hairstylist for a career, to be honest. Um, I'm actually a graduated social worker by trade. Pretty much I started, I would go back like nine and a half years ago now. Yeah. Um, and I always just had a hobby as being a hairstylist. And um, I saw, you know, social work was pretty much not something that I wanted to kind of do, even though that's where I graduated as from La Trobe University. It just literally started at home. You know, my parents' house, in the bathroom, just doing hair for family and friends, you know, charging not much at all. Um, and just kind of just my aim at the start was to just get known in the community. So for me, it was just like a small goal. And I think one of the biggest um, reasons for my success or something that I could really kind of tell people if they kind of want to go down this avenue is to always set yourself goals. Yeah. Goals are really important, um, even if they're just something really small. So for me, it started off with just wanting to be known in the community. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, okay, now we want to be known you know, by other hairstylists around Melbourne. And then when I achieved that, I was like, okay, now I want to be known around Australia. And then like just every year I set myself small goals or, yeah, pretty much little targets, just something to keep me going. Obviously, being self-employed is really hard because you don't have a boss to tell you what to do. You don't have anyone to push you. So yeah. you're pretty much your own motivator and your own biggest fan. Setting goals, yeah, was I think the biggest thing for me, for those that kind of want to start their own business. I would yeah. say just be realistic with your goals, um, just something achievable, and then just work your way up. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're so giving with your content. You're always offering advice and tips, and uh, and I think you really care for your audience, and uh, and I think they they show the love back too, don't they? Definitely, I think being relatable is really important, um, and being just honest. 
So people want an account that they could follow, that they can relate to. And I find that a lot of my followers always say to me, you know, Christina, we love that your story, you know, you're just so real. Um, You tell it how it is and you kind of just constantly... Um, you're like an open book, you know, yeah. you're not hiding your secrets, you're not keeping everything under your wing. And to be honest, and like really there's that much fish in the sea for everybody. Like I don't, I don't feel like that there's a need to try to kind of keep everything to yourself. Like it's really important to help educate others because at the end of the day, you know, nine years ago when I started, I looked for inspiration in others. And even till today, you know, we still look for other other inspiration, other artists around the world that can help to inspire us and make us want to be better. Yeah. So I think it's really important to always keep that at the back of your mind and to obviously just keep it real because that's when your followers will continue to follow your journey and your story because they want to see where you were, where you were and how you get to where you are. Absolutely. And even for us, having been around for 12 years, you know, shooting wedding films, um, I think uh, approaching it in that way and, and just really looking out and, and caring for your audience and, and your customers is is the only way to do it, really, you know? A hundred percent. And I think that's what's going to differentiate you from the next hairstylist down the road or the next videographer down the road. Or like, at the end of the day, you might be able to provide an amazing service, but if you're not a nice person or you don't have that personality that comes with it, that could be relatable, approachable and giving, then at the end of the day, the customer might kind of not want to deal with you because I think that's really important. Definitely. Hence why we're doing these podcasts because the information that we're getting from suppliers like yourself is really important and useful to a bride. And uh, and now, you know, I think that's a good segue to start talking about hairstyles for, um, for a bride and her bridesmaid and anyone else who needs their hair done for a wedding. Yeah. Um, so I, I really want to... Uh, get in there and uh, and try and understand what the process is. For those who don't know me personally, I don't have any hair. Just uh, I just thought that <laughs> put that out there, but I'm really looking out for everyone else who does. Um, so you know what's what's the process? How does it all start when a bride comes to see you? Um, do you? I don't imagine you'd expect for her to know exactly what she wants. How much you find inspiration, or you know, what what sort of conversation do you have with them? Okay, so the first point of contact is usually either via email, via phone call, via text. Um, she obviously wants to inquire about her wedding. She would have already set her wedding date. Some surprisingly haven't even set a wedding date, but they just want to try to get in early. Yeah. Um, so yes, I definitely advise set your wedding date first, and you know it would be nice if you actually book the venue in and then we can kind of go from there. So once we check availability and make sure that the wedding day is free, well then first thing, you know, off the bat is organize a trial. Not all brides actually book in a trial. Some of them just look at our portfolio and they're like, okay, yeah, she's done that hairstyle before. We love her work. We are just going to secure the wedding day and actually not book a trial with her at all. Right. Um, So some do that, yeah, and they just kind of leave their trust in me as a stylist sure. but then you get you know your others of course that don't know they don't know what they want they don't know what hairstyle is going to suit them they don't know if they're going to go up or down or they just don't know if they're going to like my work or is the work going to last like seeing an image on instagram is one thing but then actually you know having it done on them might be completely different yeah right so a lot of you girls want to do your trials so they'll make an appointment they come into the salon um, a hair trial usually goes for approximately anywhere between half an hour to 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, obviously, depending on the requested style. And then we kind of go through what her wedding dress is going to look like, what, you know, uh, 
what the makeup's going to be like, and obviously assess and consult with the situation at hand. So does she have short hair? Does she have long hair? Is it thick? Get an idea and, and grasp kind of essentially what she likes. Yeah. Some girls like to keep the styles similar to the everyday look. So if she always wears her hair out, for example, she wants a hairstyle with her hair out that might not be so textured, and sorry, might not be so polished, but a little bit more softer and textured. Sure. Whereas you have your other girls that might like the other side, so the extreme. So they always have their hair out and they want to kind of like feel like a princess. So they want to go really high and really polished and really pretty and tiaras and big. So a conversation is always the first thing that we will do. We would kind of like communicate with the bride, see what she's feeling. 90% of the time, they kind of know what they want. They know whether they want to go down or whether they want to go up. If they don't, then we kind of help them and guide them through that journey of discussing what the options may be. Sure. And how much does, you know, uh, tools like Instagram help in, in getting inspiration for a hairstyle? Huge, Is that something you do? Huge. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, on our social media, um, we do have over, like, I don't even know, I've lost track, maybe 2,000 or 3,000 photos just on our account alone of clients that we have done over the last, you know, nine years. Um, So they can always, 90% of the time, they actually bring us a photo from our page that we've already done. And they said, okay, so we like this, or we may want the fridge differently. We like the ways that look like this. Can we have our hair up? But, you know, I just want the front to be a little bit more structured or do you know what I mean? So they yeah. can easily tweak certain pieces of the, the image, but they definitely come with some inspiration. And then there are other times where they might find an image from a different account and then they'll bring that and be like, is this possible to be done with my hair? Yeah, right. And then in instances where, you know, it doesn't obviously match, they might need, you know, um, the help of things like, for example, hair extensions. So hair extensions I usually highly recommend for all our brides that have hair out. So if you're on a bride looking at, you know, having, for example, one of the most trending hairstyles, um, you know, in 2018 and 19 is the vintage waves. The vintage waves comes in several different categories. It comes with like a soft glamour wave and it comes with a really defined um, wave. So you can kind of have, have either option. But with the extensions, a curl in an extension can hold for up to three days, whereas without an extension, the hair will naturally hold for a few hours and most likely drop. Right. So by layering the extension throughout the hair, it creates the illusion that the hairstyle will hold itself really well. So even if the natural hair starts to drop, yep. the extensions that are laid throughout the hair actually hold the hairstyle all together. Right. right. So for example, yeah, we'll get a client with like long hair and she wants the vintage wave. And she'll say, oh, no, I don't need extensions because my hair's already long. I turn around and say to her, yeah, but it's not about the length necessarily. It's about the hairstyle holding itself for over 12 hours. Yeah, giving it that support. Exactly. So brides get ready, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning, 6 a.m. in the morning. You need their hair to last, you know, until the end of the reception. So it's a very long day. Yeah. And, you know, with Melbourne's crazy weather, you want to make sure that wind, hail, sunshine, whatever it might be, you want the hairstyle to hold. So I definitely highly recommend extensions um, if you're a bride and you're thinking of having hair down, definitely. Mm, mm. 
And what other considerations are there? So there's, you know, ensuring that the hairstyle is going to remain uh, in its good state for, for the hours you need. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, we've spoken about the influence that a dress and makeup can have on a hairstyle. Maybe yeah, talk a little does. bit more about that. Um, what, what are your thoughts generally on, on matching okay. all three? All right, so usually if, for example, a dress is like a high neck, yep. then we would usually recommend that the bride have a hairstyle with a hair up. So yes, the dress does play a role with kind of what hairstyle will suit. Um, but then the girls that have, for example, sweetheart or off-the-shoulder dresses, they can go either way. They can go with like a soft romantic hair up. They can go with like a vintage wave hair down. They can go with a half-up, half-down. The options are obviously... Um, a lot wider yeah. because you've got, I guess, no restriction. But with high necks, obviously, try to keep the hair as high up as possible or even like ponytails. Ponytails are beautiful as well. Um, not many brides get ponytails, but, you know, since probably I'd say 2019 and 2019 as well, you have seen a shift in change with the trend and you have seen more of your modern brides getting ponytails. So it is definitely a hairstyle to be considering. Yeah, yeah. And then with regards to the makeup, I feel like makeup definitely will determine what kind of hairstyle she'll go for. Mm -hmm. So if she likes soft, natural makeup, she's definitely going to go for like a more natural kind of hairstyle. Yeah. So like the tousled, effortless waves or like a really natural kind of ponytail. But if she likes her heavy and dramatic makeup, then she's going to go for more of a dr drastic hairstyle. And in terms of now some more practical things... A wedding day can be really busy, lots of stuff going on, videographers and photographers turning up, you know, wanting their bridesmaids to be ready. How do you go about scheduling hair for a wedding? So with the KYK hair team, there's actually two of us that come out to the job. Right. So we actually only need to be there for half the time. So instead of, you know, taking so much time from the bridal party and like being there for five, six hours, um, with us doing two people at a time, it means that we're pretty much there for half the time. So right. it's, it's, yeah, it's really good for the bridal party because then they get, still get to take all their, you know, selfies and have fun together. And, um, which which works out to be really good. So instead, of, so for example, a bridal party of six will be there for three hours, and then we're out of their hair. So right. So pardon yeah. the pun. So um, so okay. So you you essentially just need half an hour per per person. Yes. And then yes. work backwards from whatever time us videographers would like yes. her to be ready. Exactly, and that's one of the questions that we ask when they come to fill out the form. Yeah. Um, pretty much what time do you need to be ready by, and then we just simply work backwards. Okay. And right. we just, you know, we notify them when they come. We just let them know that we do two people at a time. Um, and and it, some girls that don't want to be waking up too early in the morning. Yeah, like as well Because it means that if they don't need to be ready till eleven thirty, they get a bit of a sleep in. For um, sure. Obviously, the makeup takes longer, but with hair, yeah, and it also means that the hair gets to last longer. Yeah, absolutely. And do you work, can you work, you know, with the makeup artist there or how do you negotiate that? Yeah, so we will be working um, sometimes essentially at the same time. Yeah. Um, so usually if there's only one makeup artist and there's two of us, we will just rotate. So whoever she's not doing, we would be doing. And then sometimes we even do swaps in. So if she's finished with the face and she needs to go in our chair, 
we would just like hand her over. So we usually know a lot of the makeup artists, or, you know, the other artists in the industry. Yeah. Um, but generally, everyone is extra super friendly. Everyone's just happy to kind of coordinate on the day. Yeah. So it works out really smoothly, actually. Yeah, and that's great. That, I mean, that's really good to have two of you there. It just means that it, it does get done more efficiently. And yeah, like you say, the girls can, you know, enjoy some champagne and relax before we turn They up. love it. And it's, that's really good. Is there anything a bride should do with her hair before the actual wedding in terms of maybe shampooing it or is, do you recommend them conditioning it a couple of days before or not doing so? Is there any, any tips there? What I usually tell all my brides um, that come to us, I usually prefer the hair to be pre-washed and blow-waved the day before. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is so that it's not freshly done the morning of. I usually find, well, obviously it depends on the ethnicity of the hair type or of the bride herself, but yeah. it reflects in the hair type. Um, if the hair is too fresh the morning of the wedding, it can sometimes cause frizz or the actual hair shaft to open up. And so the hair is more likely to get buffy faster. With a little bit of natural oil in the hair, it always holds better and lasts longer. So that's why I always get them to actually have their hair washed the day before. It doesn't matter whether it's in the morning or at night, but each time the day before, just so that they could get at least one night's sleep. And one night's sleep is just enough oil in the hair for it to style really nicely the morning of the wedding. Good, good advice. Yes, you have more. Go on. (laughs) Um, And I was just going to say with regards to being pre-blow waves, um, it just helps to keep the hair sharp, nice and tamed so that when we come to style it, it's less likely again to be fluffy and frizzy. Okay, so. fantastic. I'm glad I asked the question. <laughs> um, Christina, I have I have uh, pretty much asked all my questions. Do you think there's anything else that our audience would like to know about hairstyling before the wedding or do you feel we've covered it all? Um. I just think that they should know that regardless whether their hair is long or short, they shouldn't stress because these days anything is possible. So if you haven't grown your hair before your wedding, um, you know, don't be frantic about it. You've got alternatives. You can always go buy hair extensions. We always have, you know, hair paddings, hair donuts to create fillers as illusions to make your hair bigger. Um, So there's always options as well. So don't stress. Um, Back in the days, things like that were never an option. So yeah. everyone used to try to grow their hair out for as long as possible and not cut it for years. But yeah, I just wanted to say don't stress about that as there, there are alternatives. Great. What about yeah. if, uh, if, uh, if like me, you can't grow any hair? What do you recommend there? <laughs> Get you a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only option, damn it. And that's it. The only option. We can get you a human hair wig. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give that one a mess. Christina, thank you so much. It's always such no, a pleasure to talk you. to somebody who's as passionate as you are. And I know just how hardworking you are. It's always really impressive uh, having worked with you on a number of events now, uh, yeah. in- including awesome. one of the most memorable ones for me, apart from your masterclass, which was ice, but um, beauty gives back. It was such a good yeah. thing for you to do. 
Thank you so much. And it was an absolutely great event. It meant so much to me, and it was amazing having you guys on board. We really appreciate. It. Yeah,、Thank、for、you. sure, for sure. And you know, honestly, from all of us at Video Boutique, we wish you long-lasting success and continued growth. I think you're going to dominate the world. There's no doubt. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anthony. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. So there you have it. A good chat with Christina and some really great tips for both、uh, aspiring hairstylists and also brides. What you should be doing with your hair just before a wedding. I hope you found that useful, and、uh, look out for more podcasts coming to you soon.